minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
CD entitled Shiraz Hayam, David Dax, and the Hidden Medley here at JM and the AM. Before that, David Lowy and A.B. Rottenberg together with Meheira, David Lowy himself with Hashivenu. You heard Ari Goldwag with Something Different, name of the uh, first selection off of the uh, English album, uh, that brand new CD. Uh, Kulam Belev Echad, Yehuda Green, with another great Unity selection. That is a great song. Uh, off the brand new Barcheni. Here at JM in the AM. And yes, we have to have Yehuda Green in studio to talk about that brand new CD and just to play some great live music. Got to do that at some point. A lot to do. And the Regesh with Modani opening things up as we say good morning. It's a JM in the AM Wednesday on this January the 14th, day 23 in the month of Teves, the year 5775. Tough Shania and hey, 18 degrees, the wind chills at 5. 18 degrees, the wind chills at 5. My gosh. 74% humidity, winds in northeast at 12 miles per hour. Cloudy today with a high of 35. Not bad for a 
it being 18 right now. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low temperature of 24. And uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 37 degrees. We're at 61. Well, depending on which weather forecast you're looking at, we're somewhere between 52 and 61 in Yerushalayim, and it's raining in Israel at this point. A lot of people leaving for the Holy Land today. There are a lot of flights tonight as Yeshiva break starts in a lot of schools. A lot of people heading to Israel tonight. Many heading tomorrow as well and Saturday night and Sunday. So if you're going to be in the Holy Land, if you're going to be in Israel for the next week or so, number one, make sure to take us along with you. The NSN app, the Nachum Siegel Network app, is the perfect way to stay tuned in no matter where you are. And uh, enjoy. Have a fabulous journey and a wonderful time. We'll be eagerly anticipating your arrival. Well, not eagerly, but you know what I mean. (laughs) We'll be here anticipating your arrival back. And... um, we wish you a great journey. So a lot of people heading out of town, a lot of people heading to the Holy Land, and we want to make sure that you take us with you and tune in every single day, all day long, on the NSN app, no matter what type of device, no matter what type of phone device you may have. Big thank you to our friends at the Amit headquarters in New York City. We were on the island of Manhattan yesterday morning at the Amid headquarters, and now it's pretty simple, pretty easy to understand why they are a um, flourishing organization after 90 years. Uh, we dealt with them yesterday, and as you heard on the show, tremendously professional, a uh, lot of great spokespeople, fantastic message, and really stayed on message all morning long. And the Yashikach, everybody at Amit, for doing the work. They they have one focus, that's education in Israel, and they do it well. And uh, we say kolakavod. So big thank you to everybody, uh, Andy Goldsmith, Ethan Siegel, all the uh, members of the Presidium and lay leadership of Amit that joined us yesterday and that uh, gave us the opportunity to broadcast from our makeshift studio at their headquarters in New York City. It was really sweet and nice and a wonderful morning here at JM in the AM. 21 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty coming up on this Wednesday. We will speak with our friends from Keshet Israel as we uh, outline some of the things that we're going to be doing this summer on the big journey to Israel starting on the 27th of July. So we'll do that later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Rabbi Ben-Sion Scheinfeld has a major announcement. He has been running uh, Camp Confei for a long time and uh, he added a special component last year, you may recall. Another trip, and now it looks like there's another journey that he's going to be in charge of. We'll talk about that in the 8 o'clock hour coming up here at JM in the AM. Um, 9.30 this morning, or by Steve Berg with Community Roundtable. We'll give you the details on his show coming up later on. Yassi Zweig and the Wednesday Z-Report live lunch coming up, 11 a.m. Lots happening on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Don't forget, if you have the NSN app, you could actually comment on anything that uh, that goes on on this show. Go to the home screen of our NSN app, and if you comment during the show, then your comments will remain there until the show ends. A very good way of communicating with us and with other people who are tuned in on the app as that continues. That audience continues to grow around the world. JM in the AM, 18 degrees and a wind chill of 5. Here's Moshe Hecht.
Did you ever wonder where it all comes from? How you sleeping in the desert in the morning this month? No, I can't believe it. How it comes from above. How it's sent forth with love. We are so young. Knocking on my door I was so asleep I couldn't tell for sure But now it's too late Shrina's gone away If only I was away Come on and wake up from your lazy sleep The shepherd's there for the strong and the weak Now it's never too late Just a little faith Now it's never too late
פעמים כשבני אדם שמחים ומלדים, אז אין חוטפים איש אחד מבחוץ, אז אין חוטפים איש אחד מבחוץ שהוא בעצבות
J.M. in the A.M. Shia Rubenstein with Ahafti. Before that, Mordechai Ben David, Binyana Simcha. Eitan Katz at Kuma. Moshe Hecht with the title track to Heart is Alive here at J.M. in the A.M. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Uh, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and a special welcome to those tuned in on the NSN app, the Nahum Siegel Network app, which uh, gives you the chance to comment on the show and to listen to everything that we provide. It is a pretty amazing app, I must say, for both Android and uh, iPhone. JM in the AM with a big mazel tov to the Lashinsky and Orlean families. We were there last night. Uh, Michal Lashinsky and uh, Shalom Orlean, a wonderful and beautiful wedding celebration in Brooklyn, New York. And to the uh, Lushinsky and Orlean families, both of whom we know for a very long time, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. It was just a wonderful and amazing celebration. Galei Tzal in the background. News from Israel is coming up. Plenty more between now and 9 a.m. on a JM in the AM Wednesday morning. And I thank you all for tuning in. 18 degrees with a wind chill of 5. Not in Yerushalayim, but here in Jersey City. 18 wind chill of 5. A cold Wednesday. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. שעה שתיים, כאן רן יבנאי, עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הותר לפרסום כי לוחם אגב, סמל שני אבי גרונוב, נהרג הבוקר מפליטת כדור של לוחם אחר בבסיס יד מודחי. נפתחה חקירה לבירור נסיבות המקרה. כתבנו רמי שני שוחח עם אביו של גרונוב, אריה. הוא ילד מוכר, גם במסגרת הבית ספר, גם במסגרת הצבאית. אחד שלא עשה אף פעם שום דבר לאף אחד. ילד מאוד חביב, מקובל בחברה, והיה גם חייל מצטיין. חברת הכנסת מרב מיכאלי שהגיעה למקום התשיעי בעבודה עונה לביקורת שמתחו על הרשימה בליכוד ובבית היהודי. המדינה שמוביל אותה ביבי יחד עם בנט היא מדינה שמתמכרת לאזרחים לא משנה איפה הם גרות וגרים. בנט שגר ברעננה ורוב המפלגה שלו גרה במקומות הכי פריבילגיים במדינת ישראל שאנחנו רואות ורואים איך הם לוקחים לשם את הכסף. הוא מתריע שאין במפלגת העבודה ייצוג מספיק לחברה הישראלית? ארגון אל-קאידה בתימן לקח אחריות על ביצוע הטבח בפריז, כתבתנו עופרי אשל. המתקפה היא נקמה בשם שליח האלוהים, כך אומר נאסר בן עלי מהפלג התימני של אל-קאידה, בסרטון שפורסם לפני זמן קצר ביוטיוב. לפני שבוע בדיוק טבחו האחים קוואשי, שאחד מהם היה חלק מהפלג התימני של אל-קאידה בעבר, במערכת העיתון שרלי אבדו. הבוקר בצרפת כל העותקים של גיליון הניצולים של העיתון הסאטירי, שמציג בשערו קריקטור של הנביא מוחמד, נמכרו. שר החינוך לשעבר שי פירון קורא לראש הממשלה נתניהו להתערב במשבר הטיולים בבתי הספר. גלית אלטשטיין שוחחה איתו היום. ראש הממשלה וסגן שר החינוך לא מטפלים בסוגיה, זה לא מגיע למורים חסינות גורפת, מי שפשט צריך לשלם על כך, חיי ילדים אינם הפקר. אם היה אה, אה, שר, אני מניח שהוא היה מטפל בזה. דיברנו על זה כמה פעמים, מי שמכיר את ההיסטוריה יודע שרן ארז משך את איומי השביתה, כי שוחחנו על הדברים, כי ניסינו למצוא פתרון. תנו ליועץ המשפטי לפעול את פעולתו. אני מעריך שהדבר הזה הוא בר פתרון, וצריך לפתור אותו כמה שיותר מהר. 
ובתוך כך הנשיא ראובן ריבלין התייצב היום לצידם של התלמידים. כתבנו אוריה אלקיים. טיולים ופעילויות חוץ בית ספריות הם לא תוספת לחינוך, הם חלק מהחינוך עצמו. כותב הנשיא ריבלין בדף הפייסבוק שלו ומוסיף, כתלמיד בבית הספר אני זוכר איך למדנו מקרא וחשבון יחד עם היציאה לטיולים. אני מקווה ומאמין, כותב ריבלין, שאנשי משרד החינוך והמחנכים היקרים יגיעו לפתרון מהיר והוגן וישיבו את התלמידים לכיתות ולשבילים. כתבתנו תמר פלד מוסרת שהבוקר פתחו התלמידים בשביתה ועשרות אלפי בני נוער לא הגיעו לתיכונים וחטיבות הביניים. עלייה בתעסוקה במגזר החרדי, כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. לפי הסקר החברתי של הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה, בשנת 2013 שיעור התעסוקה בקרב גברים חרדים עמד על 56% לעומת 40% בלבד בתחילת שנות האלפיים. בקרב הנשים החרדיות עמד שיעור התעסוקה על 68% לעומת כ-50% קודם לכן. אחת מתוך שלוש נשים ערביות הייתה מועסקת ב-2013 לעומת פחות מרבע עשר שנים לפני כן. לפי הסקר, 37% המועסקים התקשו לכסות את כל ההוצאות. 12% הרגישו עניים, והתחזית משעות אחרי הצהריים יחל לרדת גשם מקומי בעיקר בצפון. בלילה גשם לפרקים גם במרכז. בחרמון ירד שלג ובדרום ייתכן גשם מקומי. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. תוכנית בחסות גינדי החזקות, הבונה את כרמי גת, 35 דקות מתל אביב.
bist du, und du bist du, weil ich bin ich der Mut, bin ich nicht dich. Und du, du bist nicht du, aber wer bist du? Weil ich bin ich, und du bist du, und du bist du, weil ich bin ich der Mut, bin ich nicht dich. Und du bist nicht du. Wednesday morning with Avraham Lutz, Avram Freed. Ich bin ich is the name of that selection from the CD entitled Amachaya. Barry Weber before that from the Aaron Teitelbaum production with Kesser, uh, a live uh, performance done at a wedding recently. That video went up uh, around the world on Sunday. 19 minutes after 7 o'clock, JM in the AM Wednesday. Eagerly anticipating this coming Sunday when we'll finally find out which two teams will be in the Super Bowl. And then we get to start talking about the kosher halftime show for this year. Yes, there will be one. A quote-unquote kosher halftime show that we'll make available that Sunday for people to enjoy whenever you want to enjoy it. And uh, we'll start talking some football <laughs> next week. I guess Sunday night about, what, 9 o'clock or so? We'll know which two teams are in. And then we can... Uh, Start doing what everyone else in this country does, talk football for two weeks. Don't worry, it won't be an entire two weeks of football. 18 degrees, 5 is the wind chill with cloudy skies and a high temperature of 35. Wednesday morning at JM and the AM, my thanks to our friends at Amit. Amazing show yesterday, much appreciated. And um, we thank everybody who hosted us at the Amit headquarters in New York City on Broadway in Manhattan. 
Uh, coming up, we'll speak with uh, Esti Ochana of Keshet Israel. She's coordinating our trip uh, coming up uh, July the 27th. She'll be with us here at JM the Amber. I've been seeing Scheinfeld's going to join us coming up. Big announcements from Camp Confe. Seems there's always big announcements from Camp Confe. And he'll be joining us with one of those coming up here at JM in the AM. I thank you for tuning in. Mazal Tov to the Lashinsky and uh, Orlean families. It's amazing when you're at a Simcha. You know both sides. And in this case, you know both sides for a real long time. And it was just amazing to reunite with so many great people last night and celebrate Michal and Shalom's wedding. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Arye Kunstler was there last night. Here he is at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with Arye Kunzler. Imeshkachech. 26 minutes after 7 o'clock Wednesday morning at J.M. in the A.M. Welcome those who are tuned in on the app uh, around the world. If you don't have the app, make sure to install it on your phone, Android or iPhone. The NSN app is an amazing resource to uh, be with us and uh, listen to our programming all through the day, every single day. And uh, if you have the app, then at 9 o'clock this morning, you'll be tuned into the Beyond Milk and Honey show at 9.30 Eastern Time, or by Steve Berg is going to be on. This is, uh, he's, he's always putting together a great show, a community roundtable show, which we take great pride in. But today, as you can imagine, with everything going on this week, he will speak on the community roundtable with a focus on the issue of European and French anti-Semitism, as well as the inevitable clash between radical Islam and the European far-right movements, with Jews very possibly getting caught in the middle. Rabbi Steve Berg, today, 9.30, Community Roundtable on our stream at jmtheam.org. Live lunch coming up between 11 and 1, a Z-Report live lunch with Yossi Zweig. Make sure to be tuned in. Keep it on our stream all day long. And if you have the NSN app, certainly keep it on all day long. And you have an opportunity to comment on any show you're listening to by going to the home screen of the app. It's a really cool feature, and we strongly suggest you do so. 18 degrees, the wind chill at 5. Lots of people heading to the Holy Land, where it'll at least be a little bit warmer. <laughs> I don't know about drier, because it looks like Yerushalayim's got some rain today. But it will certainly be warmer than it has been over here. And a lot of people leave tonight for the Holy Land as the yeshiva break starts. A lot of people leave tomorrow for the Holy Land, some over the weekend. Uh, wherever you're heading, whatever you're doing, make sure you bring along the NSN app so you could uh, be tuned in to us every single morning and all through the day. And in addition to that, have a wonderful time. A lot of people are going to be away and enjoying, especially those who are going to be heading to Israel and having a wonderful time with their family. So have that wonderful time and uh, continue to listen to us at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. We read in the Torah, A permanent fire shall remain aflame on Mizbeach. It shall not be extinguished. We learn in the Mishnah in the Pirkei Avos, there were ten miracles that were performed for our ancestors in the Holy Temple. And the rains never extinguished the fire of the altar. The great Reb Chaim of Elohim asks, We know that there is nothing that Hashem cannot do. Hashem could have ensured that no rain should fall on the Mizbech at all. Then, each time the rain fell, there would be no special need for the miracle that the fire of the altar should not be extinguished. Reb Chaim Balozhner answers, This is intended to teach us the proper way that a person has to conduct himself in this world. No matter what happens, no matter what the conditions or situation is, one should never lose his footing, his maimed, in Avodos HaKodesh, in serving Hashem. Just like the fire would constantly burn on the Mizbeach, and even the strongest rains and winds were unable to douse the fire, so too, as difficult as certain periods may be in a person's life, we strive to keep our balance and not veer even slightly from our path. Sometimes a person may rationalize that he has to act in a certain way because there's a unique situation. The Apostle teaches us that one must be implacable 
when it comes to Avodah Hashem. We read in Yirmiyah, Behold, my word is like fire, the word of Hashem. And like a hammer that shatters a rock. Hashem's word must be like fire, the fire of the Mizbeach, and can never be extinguished. During the past few days, Klal Yisrael has been tested. A storm charged into the world and threatened our sense of safety, security, peace and tranquility. But like the fire on the Mizbeach, we must remain strong and continue in our Avodah Hashem, forging ahead to emerge stronger than ever. A king once sent his son to a faraway land. He wanted him to learn the Chochmas of the elders who were living there. After years, the son returned to the palace. Interested to see what he learned, the king presented his son with a very large boulder and asked him to take it up to the roof of the palace without any help. The prince looked at the stone and said, But father, even ten people wouldn't be able to carry it up. How do you expect me to carry it up all by myself? Disappointed, the king responded, why do you think I sent you to that faraway land? From all that you learned there, you were unable to learn how to lift this stone. Ashamed, the son admitted that he had no idea how to carry it up. The king explained that he could have taken a hammer and broken the stone into smaller pieces so that he would be able to carry it up. Similarly, explains the great Rav Nachman of Breslov, Hashem wants us to serve Him with a complete heart. But we have a lave evan. We have hearts of stone. Our task is to strike our heart with a hammer. That's Torah and mitzvahs in order to break the heart of stone and be true avodim of Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Oh, 
In the AM, that's the Chevra here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. 18 degrees, the wind chill is at uh, 5, believe it or not. 74% humidity, winds in northeast at 12, cloudy skies today, high of 35. JM in the AM on this uh, Wednesday morning. In our studio, a very special guest, somebody who has been working with us at JM in the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network for the last few months. And that is uh, Esti Ochana. Esti is director of the VIP trips to Israel for Keshet, the Center for Educational Tourism in Israel. We've been speaking a lot about the trip that we're going to be taking on July the 27th. We've been speaking a lot about Keshet and what they do with all their specialty trips and how they uh, focus on education. We'll talk about that. Esti Ochana, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate that. It's a, I, I've been talking a lot about timing over the last couple of days, and the timing of your visit today is perfect because I'm sure you're aware that tonight, in what I like to refer to as the Yeshiva League, uh, Yeshiva Break starts. It's a very big week for Yeshiva Break. A lot of people tonight are going to be heading to Israel. A lot of people tomorrow are going to be heading to Israel, and even over the weekend, 
people are going to be traveling. And uh, family trips are different than tours, especially the ones that you put together. That's true. And that's one of the things I want to talk about this morning, about why people should consider uh, actually doing things with the tours. A lot of people in this audience have been to Israel before, but not the way that you do it. Um, why does Keshet concentrate so much on educational tourism in Israel? What is it that you provide that is so educational for those who travel with you? Well, I think anybody can come to Israel and see the sites and, you know, check off Masada or the Old City or all of these sites, and they can do it on their own. They don't need us for that. I think what Keshet um, is trying to do is trying to understand Israel, meet the people of Israel, get a feeling for what Israel is all about from in, from the insider, from an insider's point of view. And I think that's what Keshet uh, specializes in. So coming to Israel with Keshet is meeting people you wouldn't be able to meet on your own, is seeing places and experiencing things that you couldn't do on your own as, as, as an individual, but you could do as part of a group with Keshet. And just as an example, um, because as you just said, it's not just the sites and seeing them from an educational standpoint, it's the people as well. We've had the opportunity uh, just last week, we met David Rubinger uh, over these airwaves, who of course is the iconic uh, historic photographer in Israel. That's one person. We also spoke with somebody who is responsible, essentially, for the way the separation barrier, and I know in this audience there's a lot of discussion about whether people like the separation barrier or not, but at least we were speaking on the air to somebody who was essentially responsible as the architect right. of that barrier, and he is somebody who literally goes along on your tours and give this whole presentation, and then people can decide what they want, but they can see it with their own eyes in terms of what's on the ground. Right. He takes a, uh, the group for a three-hour VIP tour, going through all of the sections from Gilo to Bethlehem to all of the, 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 the border, and talks about the difficulties, talks about the, you know, the dilemmas, talks about how he negotiated with the Palestinians, because some of them it, it ended up in their backyard. Right. And he, did, he wanted to compensate them, and he wanted to make sure that they were okay with this and 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 they that they understood why it, it needed to be done in a, with a very lot of compassion sensitivity you know, sensitivity and compassion towards what he was doing all right so again people would go on our journey he's part of it he's right. part of this whole educational component that we keep talking about uh, as uh, and, and again that's one of the unique things that Keshet brings to the table i want to remind our listeners that we are heading july 27th that is the plan july 27th the day after tishabov We'll be there, and obviously one of the things we can provide is that people will be able to be part of our radio broadcast. We can make this a very special adventure uh, in that way, and everyone is invited to participate. As we always say, go to the uh, NahumSiegel.com website. If you click on the photo of me in front of Marat HaMachbelah at the very top of the page, the top right of the page, you will be connected. Uh, just click there. You'll be connected to all the information, plus there's a phone number, one 800 213-8260. That's 1-800-213-8260. You can speak with Marsha on the other end and discuss everything regarding the tour. In addition to that, of course, Ariel Tours, very familiar to our audience, is operating the uh, group flight for us. As you can imagine, they are, uh, they have been involved with us for so many years and they'll be taking care of the flights and there's information there as well where you can click and get information about that. Um, in addition, you have actually because one of the things I keep emphasizing is that people, and we've done this before many, many years ago when we uh, took tours to Israel, uh, so people will be able to participate in broadcast. But in addition to that, you've actually tossed into this itinerary a meeting with influential media members in Israel, people that I had not heard of before this trip. But those are some of the people that, again, because of what we do here, it would be interesting to our listeners to meet people who do uh, you know, radio and television 
in Israel. I mean, I, I guess you have uh, access to a lot of people like that in the world of media in Israel. Yes, we do. Uh, we have access to people from all of the different, you know, all the different types of people in Israel. But I think uh, for them, you know, people are coming on the strip because it's a Nachum Siegel trip and because they want to participate and hear you doing your shows along the way. But it's also interesting, interesting for them to meet some of the Israeli icons who are doing the same thing in Israel. So right. Moti and Leah Sklau are really amazing people who live in Afra. Uh, she has her own radio show before Shabbat that she does, and he he was very involved in the whole of the TV, you know, uh, broadcasting. So it would be nice to meet people, you know, from the other side. And how long have they been in the media? I mean, are they in it for decades already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time. Especially Moti, yeah. So we're meeting veterans of the Israeli media right. when we go. Right. Uh, in addition, those who think that it's... Uh, you know, that, that those who think that, I don't know what they think in terms of where we would or wouldn't travel. Uh, one of the things that we, uh, that we arranged is to make sure that some of the sites and some of the people that we're always speaking about on these airwaves will be part of our journey in July. For instance, we will be heading to the city of Hebron and we'll be meeting with Simcha Hachbam and he'll be giving one of his amazing tours. And of course, he's been on these airwaves a million times. We will be, um, uh, we will be uh, going to the Psygoat Winery, which is something that we've been talking about. I mean, we've been talking about wineries here for the last year or two. And there's we, so many. There's so many in Israel now. It's amazing. So Psygoat is a very visitor-friendly place. Right. So that's one of the things we'll be doing uh, there as well. Plus, in addition to that, um, as you know, every single Thursday, Leora Teji and Ormeo Bracha and Yerushalayim are putting together packages and doing amazing chesed. We've highlighted her and her work on this show many times. We're actually going to go to her on a Thursday and see the whole operation, participate if there's work for us to do, and hear from her. She's a very inspiring figure. So we're trying to toss in as many things as possible that people hear here on the air on a regular basis. So mm-hmm. Right, and also I, I think Bensi Gubu is on your show. Also. Correct. And he's also, you're going to be meeting him in his base. Uh, he's a colonel of a base. And um, to- hearing from him about the morals and dilemmas that, uh, that the soldiers in the army have to deal with on right. a daily basis. Um, visiting the base, meeting with the soldiers, and of course going to the mock Gaza city that was built on the base, which is basically they, they, they took the, what a city looks like in Gaza and re- made a replica so that the soldiers can um, train li- live of how it's going to be when right. they go into Gaza. Uh, and, and if people are, uh, are concerned that that might be a little too, oh, I don't know. I mean, Bensi, you know, as, we've, as we, we've learned as we've spoken to him, that this whole topic of the behavior of the IDF and how, how important that topic is to members of the IDF is a very, very sensitive topic. And you can imagine that people in this audience are certainly, you know, split when it comes to, you know, how scrutinized the IDF should be of itself right. when it comes to these things. So that should be a very interesting discussion. It's a very interesting discussion. If you travel with an open mind, this is a very good trip for you. <laughs> it is, and it's interesting. He also shows videos, you know, pieces right. of real live dilemmas that soldiers and the IDF had to deal with and how they dealt with it and what they did. And he talks about, you know, the dilemmas, the day-to-day dilemmas of, an, of a soldier in the, in the IDF army. It's very, very interesting. And in addition to that, uh, the city of Stayrot that we've spoken about a million times and obviously was a very big part of the summer of 2014 for us. You know that because when we saw you in Israel, we were in the middle of the whole right. Stay Road adventure. We will be visiting Stay Road on the ground, uh, seeing the yeshiva, seeing, I mean, the entire city and, and witnessing, you know, what they go through in Stay Road. We'll see all the, uh, mortar shells that are, you know, sitting there in the town center, which is 
unfortunately a big tourist attraction. Yeah. And uh, we'll get a uh, you know a comprehensive tour and and visit down in the western part of the Negev and uh, and participate in uh, in a day of stay wrote activities. So we are trying to give everybody an amazing taste of Israel. We're also going to be visiting in Tel Aviv. The outdoor markets, plus, of course, everything we're going to be doing in Yerushalayim. So, yeah, the you know. outdoor markets. Um, today, the outdoor markets are amazing. You know, they're, they're blossoming with, with different types of foods of the different cultures in Israel and, and the spices and the tastes and the smells. So we're going to have a tour, like an intensive tour through the markets, uh, meeting the people, hearing the stories, people that made Aliyah, you know, from Yemen and from Morocco and from all of these different Middle Eastern countries and brought with them some of the tastes that they had from home. They're bringing with them, they brought with them to Israel and we'll be walking through the market, meeting the people, hearing the stories, and tasting the foods. And in general, and th- this lesson I learned, uh, you know, growing up, we didn't do tours to Israel, and then I learned this when I started leading them, you know, many years ago. And uh, from from da- from dawn till dusk, you fit so much in in terms of what you could do in a typical day in Israel. You'll you'll be amazed how from one place to the next to the next, and you finish a day, and you've done six, seven things that were just, you know, each one of them was remarkable. And, you know, nothing against family touring. It's something that cannot possibly be done in that type of environment. Right. As, a, as I always say to my clients, this is not a vacation. Right. You are not going to rest. <laughs> you're going to work so hard. But by the time you're finished, you're not going to believe how much you've done in the short space of time you were there. Um, all right. So everybody out there, if you are uh, inclined, and I hope you are, to consider joining us uh, July 27th, it's going to be an amazing trip. Uh, Keshet Israel with Ariel Tours as we head to Israel and um, uh, really take place, uh, take part, I should say, in this incredible uh, journey to the Holy Land with so many of the things that we discuss on this radio show uh, front and center during that uh, period of time in Israel. Go to the uh, NahumSiegel.com website. NahumSiegel.com at the very top right. You will see the photo of me in front of Marat HaMachbelah. You click on it. The itinerary is there. All the information is there. The uh, pricing and registration is there. You can also speak to somebody, a live person on the other end of the phone at 1-800-213-8260. That's 1-800-213-8260. Marsha Katz is there on the other end, plus the email address is there that you'll see on the um, uh, registration uh, area, and uh, you could be in touch directly and get information and discuss with them, uh, with Marsha, I should say, whatever it is you'd like to discuss. And by the way, just to, again, as we continue to toss different things in, and over the next few weeks, we'll have the chance to emphasize more and more. Uh, when we visit the, uh, you know, when we visit the site of some of the most difficult battles of the Six Day War, for instance, and nothing against great comprehensive tour guides. You know, so many of them are wonderful. But you're going to provide people who, you know, have a a, a background specifically in that area who could address right. what happened. I mean, there. I, th- I think that. Um Going through Ammunition Hill with a soldier who fought there in the right. Six-Day War brings the whole place to li- alive. You know, you walk through the trenches, and he says, I came from here. The Syrians came from here. This is what I did. This is what they did. And he brings the whole story alive within the trenches with his own personal story as a, you know, young 17, 18-year-old who just, uh, you know, was just drafted to the army and was given a gun and said, you have to go fight this war. And, you know, he's telling his personal stories of friends he lost. And, and you know, it's it, 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 there's nothing like hearing it. And and, and, and feeling it and standing there within the trenches and listening to what this, you know, 70-something-year-old guy is, is, you know. Is relating to everybody. It's incredible. Um, Esti Ohana is here. She's the director of VIP Tours for Keshet Israel. Uh, and we also should mention that just because uh, it's a radio show tour 
and one might think it's you know separate from the other tours you do. Families, five, ten people, whatever the number is, who want to consider it, it would be perfect for them. Synagogues, groups in general, community groups and organizations who want to join and be part of this, they should also consider it. You're not you're not saying you have to just be a radio listener to be part of this. There could be other groups that form, and it's a perfect time for them to head, you know, day after Tisha B'Av to Israel. They should also feel part of it and and be more than welcome to join us. It is open to anyone and everyone, anybody who wants who's been to Israel before and wants something beyond the regular Israel tour, as you. See, we don't do, we're not doing Masada, we're not doing you know the regular sites, we're right. doing special, unique stuff, and that's what this program is all about. So, anybody, families, uh, you know, older people, younger people, any age and any type who want to come along, who you know have a, think it's a nice way to spend their summer and come to Israel, the weather is great, no, uh, sure. <laughs> and um, and you know, spend it uh, in a different, unique t- way. You were a little taken aback by the weather in this area today, huh? Yes. <laughs> I don't think Israel has ever been this cold. Yeah, Jerusalem doesn't get this cold, that's for sure. Uh, what have you done recently? What uh, what tours, what specialty tours have been heading over to the Holy Land during this uh, this winter? Anything special from this area? Uh, we're doing a lot of different unique tours. Uh, we're trying to show Israel not as the country of conflict and the country right. you know, of politics, but we're trying to show Israel as, as a country of innovation, a country of entrepreneurship. Oh, so and you're doing a lot of startups? I'm doing a lot of startup. I, at, at the moment, as we speak, I have a group from the San Diego University of MBA students who are in the country learning from Israel about the whole startup nation and, and doing a course in entrepreneurship uh, in Israel. Wow. Uh, we're doing a lot of different startup stuff, wine tours, culinary tours, right. you know, That's cooking tours. That's really popular, right? Uh, very popular. Um, uh, art and culture tours. We're doing tours for people who, who are very interested in the art world and to come and meet with the artists and, and you know, the, learn about the, the, the huge variety that Israel has in that in that field. Um, Israel is a very innovative country. You know what we need? We need journalism student tours. That's what we that's, need. That would be great. Really yeah. important, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really important. People who are rookies in the journalism industry, we know how important it is to see Israel. You know? We need people to come and see Israel in a different way. Um, we have doctors' tours that are coming to Israel on an Israel medical breakthrough tour and <laughs> learning from from the Israelis about all of these amazing medical breakthroughs that are changing the world today. Um, lawyers' tours who are coming to learn from Israel about the the um, the you know the the system in Israel and and and, and how it's combined with the whole Jewish uh, law. Laws. Um, so a lot of people are coming and trying to see the positive sides of Israel because there are a lot of them. Israel is so innovative and so new. You know, always new things are happening and coming up, and all of these boutique wineries and boutique restaurants and 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 there's so much to see and do in Israel. And, and what is it that you do? And Yitzhak Sokolov, your your leader, uh, uh, discussed this with me a few weeks ago. What is it that happens? Uh, special seminars or... Uh, political seminars. Yeah, political seminars. We have one coming uh, the first week of February. A- and some of those seminars have traveled beyond Israel. Yes. Some of them actually went to Jordan, correct? Last year we did um, Israel, Palestine, and Jordan. Right. And we spent a few days in Israel. And then we were one day in Ramallah right. uh, visiting with the, you know, the Palestinian... Yes, right. with the Palestinian <laughs> authorities. And then we spent two days in Jordan. Right. Uh, one of the days we spent in Mafraq, which is the city on the border um, with Syria, and we met with the nearly two million Syrian refugees that had, you know, ran away from from Syria and, and ended up in Jordan. And you had some members of the Orthodox community on that tour. 
which is pretty amazing because, yes. you know. It was an amazing tour. Um, we were hosted uh, at night by a Jordanian prince right. in his home overlooking the Dead Sea on the other side of the of, of the Dead Sea and met with, uh, you know, people from the American and the Israeli and the French embassy. Right. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. It was very sad to see how these Syrians refugees are living, you know, in tents with no running water, not not warm enough clothing. Uh, Some of them, them begging Israelis for help, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we bought them food and we right. bought them toys and they were so happy just that people were paying attention to them. Right. And we met with this Syrian general who was fighting in Assad's army and, and he just couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't do what they, they wanted him to do and he ran away and ended up in, in Jordan. Right. We were in the Jordan parliament and met with uh, members of the parliament, one of them who's from the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, That's so why I say that when I heard that there were members of our community there, you know, again, it's a, it's a different type of journey, and you need a certain type of, uh, I don't know if you call it open-mindedness or, or you know, uh, a thirst to explore and to, you know, just hear different things, but uh, you're there to provide it if people are interested in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, th- this seminar goes, it's a yearly seminar. Right. It's done every year. With people, uh, the original group was based in Westchester? Or Mike, in White Plains, yes. In White Plains, right. Yes, Eric Mandel, right. I think uh, he was on, was he Correct, on, he, he was, was with on us at one shows. point, right. So yes, it's the but it's people we have people this year we have somebody from Hong Kong, right. we have people from France, we have people from all over who come on these trips, right. um, and every year it's a different political topic. Uh, one year we did the IDF, and one year we did the settlements, and one year uh, two years ago we did the state of Judaism in a Jewish state, which was very very interesting. And this year it's um, looking at Israel after after the war, war with the South, um, with the up you know the whole uproar of ISIS and 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 all of that. So this happens next month, right? This happens on the fir- from the 1st to the 8th of Starting February. Starting the 1st of February. Yeah. Is there still room on that? Is there still- There's still room on that trip. Anybody who wants to join is more than welcome. All right. With Keshet Israel website? Yes, onto the Keshet Israel website, and you can find it under under the Keshet Strategic Sem- Political Cinema. Esti Ohana is here. She's a director of the uh, VIP trips to Israel for Keshet Israel. Uh, Keshet Israel and Ariel Tours is providing our our travel and our big plans on the ground in the Holy Land starting the 27th of July. We invite everybody to participate. Uh, you can uh, go to the uh, NahumSigl.com website. The photo of me in front of Marat at the top right of the page, will get you all the information. If you click on it, you can speak with Marsha Katz at 1-800-213-8260, 1-800-213-8260. And the email address is right there on that registration page as well. More coming up. Keep it right here. Esti Ochana visiting us from Keshet Tours on a Wednesday morning broadcast.
Beautiful Jerusalem song from Shalsheles. Esti Ochana is in our studio here on this Wednesday as we discuss the July 27th journey to Israel. Everybody's invited to participate with us. You've heard some of the incredible highlights that we're going to be providing, including a whole bunch of stuff uh, that we always talk about on this show, whether it's Chevron or Steyrot or Orme or Bracha and so many other sites and sounds. Plus, of course, you get to be part of our radio broadcast, which is a lot of fun in and of itself, and um, you'll be able to send regards. Yeah, that's right. You want to, have to rely on social media. You'll be able to send regards to everybody back home through our airwaves, <laughs> just like the good old days. So the day after Tisha B'Av on the 27th of July, it all begins, and uh, our thanks to Keshet Israel and Ariel Tours. They're going to be headlining and uh, and leading the entire mission for us, and we get an opportunity to do some really nice and incredible things. Uh, consider it, everybody. Go to the NahumSiegel.com website right now. You'll see the photo of me in front of Marata Machpelah. When you click on that photo, uh, you'll be able to uh, see the different things that we're offering, get all the information about the specifics regarding the tour, and you could also dial uh, 1-800-213-8260 for information. 1-800-213-8260. Speak with Marsha Katz at that number, and uh, she'll be very helpful. And uh, as as I think has become obvious during our conversation, you guys have been at this a long time. So you'll be able to uh, take care of the clients and give yes. them all the information they need. They shouldn't worry about it. And uh, this is a VIP tour, which means that uh, you're pulling out all the stops. Best accommodations in terms of hotels, right? Yes. I guess we call it five-star, right? Five-star hotels, really good restaurants. Um, you'll be taken care of. I mean, there's a hostess on this trip who will be there just, just to be there for anybody's right. needs. And, and there's and a Shabbat involved. There's a Shabbat involved. Which, which is really cool. experience within right. itself. Spending Shabbat in Jerusalem with Nachum Siegel right. that should be fun. Uh, will be an amazing experience. So everybody's invited to participate. And as we say, this is a, a unique opportunity. And I want to emphasize one more time. 
If there are groups forming, whether it's families that want to head for a simcha or not for a simcha during the summer, or synagogues or other organizations that want to join with us, they shouldn't think this is an exclusive radio listener tour. Everybody out there is invited to uh, participate and to join in. Correct. And they should feel comfortable doing so. Uh, and check out the list, everybody. You'll see on the site, as we've been mentioning, the um, the different people that we'll meet and all the different things that we'll be doing. I guarantee you, some of them at least are people you would never meet on other tours or certainly not on your own in Israel. And uh, we're going a little bit of a different route. We're not doing the visit the president of Israel, you know, route, which people can do with, uh, you know, other organizations and other types of tours. We're doing the, uh, you know, as, as we call it, the educational end with people who are who were in the uh, battle of the Six Day War, who are in the war itself, who are uh, who are experts on the separation barriers we mentioned, who know each area that we're going to, you know, even better than some of the tour guides who are amazing. That's true. So I think what's unique about Keshet is we go out there into the field and find and search and find the most unique and special people that you can meet and the programs that you can experience and that bring them to you. Simple as that. Esti Ochana, I thank you. And thank you to your staff. And uh, this should be a great success for all of us, I I'm hope. looking forward. I will be looking forward to meeting you, all of you in Israel this summer. Um, and, you know, welcome. Bruchim Abayim. Bruchim Abayim is right. We're anticipating greeting everybody with that beautiful greeting coming up uh, right after Tisha B'Av. Information again, go to the InalchumSiegel.com website, click on the photo of me in front of Marat HaMachbelah, and all the information regarding the trip will be there. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from Israel. We'll be having a lot of fun there and, of course, uh, gaining a tremendous amount from uh, traveling the land, meeting uh, very interesting people and seeing things you likely have never seen before. And a big thank you to both Keshet and to Ariel Tours for all their help. And the information about the trip, you speak with Marsha at 1-800-213-8260, 1-800-213-8260. And uh, go to the uh, itinerary and the registration form for all the additional information. Esti Ochana, Tadaraba, thank you so thank much you. for being here today. Thank you. Lehitroot Israel. Lehitroot. I thank everybody for tuning in as we discuss Israel, one of our favorite topics. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Special greeting to those tuned in on the NSN app around the world. Thank you for listening in. This is JM in the AM. Shazahar al mi
Yeah. 
the AM. Simcha Liner, we call it Pischi Lee here at JM in the AM. Avremo with Yerushalayim. You heard Mehera done by Soul Farm. Great selection, huh? They're amazing, Soul Farm. Trust me, they are incredible. Darom Duo had a high hotel. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's a Wednesday at JM in the AM, and we'll uh, continue in a moment with Yaakov Shweki. Uh, Benzion Scheinfeld, Rabbi Benzion Scheinfeld is going to join us. Big news from Kanfe. We'll explain all that coming up. Keep it right here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Sorim Choir calls that Nigun Simcha before that Yaakov Shweki here at JMDM. Well, this is the perfect weather for the uh, the next guest that we have on the air here at JMDM. We know him as the skiing rabbi. I know him for quite a while. And we have uh, always introduced him to this audience as a skiing rabbi. And this being January and about 18 degrees outside with a wind chill of 5. It's the perfect time to speak with him. Rabbi Ben-Sion Scheinfeld, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? We are like polar opposites when it comes to this topic. Polar. I like that choice of words. I'd rather it be 110 every day than ever go below 60. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. What are your feelings on the matter? Uh, no, I feel like Hashem made all four seasons, and actually in New York we are uh, lucky to experience the particular beauty of each season. An outrageous outlook, Rabbi Scheinfeld. <laughs> outrageous, I say. I need, I need, I need, I need you, I need you to move closer to my point of view. You'd rather have it over a hundred every day of the year than ever go below sixty. Um. I'm not sure if I understood that one, but... Yeah. What do you mean um, that? What, what do you mean? What's there not to understand? I would rather it be... Oh, you would rather... A hundred degrees every single day of the year if you guaranteed me that it would never go below 60. In other words, I'd rather have very, very extreme hot... I'd, I'd prefer the extreme hot weather if you can guarantee me that it would never go to any temperature that I would need a jacket. Let's put it that way. You'd never feel the beauty of walking outside with like this... Um, a livening, brisk feeling of a cold day that makes your like uh, whole being like alive. You never feel that. Why do people call that alive and rejuvenating when I just call it torture going out in this type of weather? <laughs> I, I, want, I did want to mention that you know you, you might think that uh, this whole snow thing has no relevance to to the parsha, but this is in Yom in, in these parshios actually snow is mentioned. 
I'm listening. Go right ahead. No, that you could ask your listeners, like, where is snow mentioned in the Torah? So it was actually mentioned, I believe, in last week's Parsha. Well, doesn't Moshe's hand turn into what the Torah calls Sheleg? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you see that the image. Well, that's snow, that's right? not that's not snow falling on Mount Sinai. <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a reference to what Moshe's hand looked like. <laughs> right. The truth is that uh, that reference of snow is not the best illusion. You know, snow But on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the image of snow is in you yalbinu. Right. So there, the snow is a beautiful sense of purity. And of course, whenever snow does fall on the ground, we all look outside. We feel this sense of purity. So I do think that actually that the uh, consciousness of a human being when they see snow is uh, hardwired to feel like a certain sense of uh, the purity of the world. I, I think know? I think it's very simple. If you're known as the skiing rabbi, you got to be pro-snow. It's as simple as that. <laughs> You can't, anyway. you, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't work well if you were an advocate of the type of weather that I like. <laughs> unless, unless we started calling you the water skiing rabbi, <laughs> that might be an idea. Right. Rabbi Benzion Scheidfeld is with us. We love driving him crazy on these issues. Um, but okay, yeah, but you're making the case, and again, this is your time of year, you're making the case that it's invigorating, that there's something we could learn, uh, about, uh, about the way that uh, Hashem created this world by, you know, trying to survive this very cold weather. You, in fact, take students from this area and other areas to a cold weather place during the summer. You don't have enough of this in January. You actually spend July and August in a place where, where there, in that location, it would be winter. Which is, I mean, that, that, that's absolutely absurd if you think about it. It's not, yeah, you don't have enough of it here with the torture of these temperatures and thank God we haven't had the snowfall that, you know, we could have had uh, so far this winter. We know what that could be like. But you go ahead and in July and August head to an area of the world that's got plenty of snow and plenty of cold. Right. Well, as uh, I mentioned though, you know, before, I do feel like skiing is one of those activities that really um, give a person like a sense of well-being and a sense of challenge and, you know, help you internalize the beauty of nature. Like you could, you could stand there and look at nature, which of course is beautiful on its own. But when you ski, you're actually almost like jumping into the picture and, and really feeling it's one of those few activities that harness like the entire, like Marabu Masek Hashem, that whole feeling. It really, um, you know, you could feel it in your heart. And the truth is that we don't talk about this a lot in Yiddishkeit, but just having a sense of well-being about life, just having that sense is, is a very religious feeling. You know, you know, a lot of people in life, they go around and they're a little bit um, down or just, you know, not full of this energy. And Hashem created the world. It's like this beautiful energy of, of being in life. And often, you know, because of what happens every day in life, you, you lose that. And skiing is one of those activities where you can really, really uh, regain that beautiful, like, sense of the moment of, of creation and uh as I mentioned also a few times, often after I ski and I have that feeling, I love davening like mincha on the slopes or even skiing Arab Shabbos, one with, you know, you're in the right place at the right time, and then going into Shabbos with that feeling of, of Kabbalah Shabbos. I was actually in Hunter Mountain, um, Hanukkah, Arab Shabbos, Hanukkah, and I thought I'd, I, I got up very early in the morning to go skiing to come back to Teaneck, but when I was there, there were hundreds of, of Jews skiing Arab Shabbos and Hunter, and I didn't understand like where are they all crazy like me getting up at four in the morning coming back to Shabbos. Uh, but actually there was there was Shabbosim in Tannersville. There was a minion in Tannersville, and there was a minion in Hunter, uh, in the beautiful shul there. 
So uh, really, like that, even you know, even Eric Shabbos uh, to ski and uh, have Kabbalah Shabbos and Shabbos with that energy of the mountain and of uh, creation almost fits in with the theme of we celebrate Bria Sa'olam every Shabbos. And, right. So, know, so if I don't appreciate if I don't appreciate the uh, the the snow, the cold, the ice, the the whole you know everything that you're you know embedding yourself in as you describe it, you know, for this experience, then. I am lacking something. I'm a shallow person. I'm missing something. Right? Well, Basically. there are other ways of getting that. I mean, I'm not good at this, but I, I, I understand that. And I see it, and I can feel it surfing, like when you see people surf and feel right. the power of the ocean harness down. I'm sure that it's very alive. There's a story I, I was once speaking uh, when I was in San Diego for Shabbos at the end of one of our trips on the way back from New Zealand and Australia. And I remember Walker went to shul, and he set me up in someone's home. And... Um, it was a Balshuva who used to be in, 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 into surfing. And uh, I was telling them that I think skiing, besides being fun, is also something that could really give you this beautiful sense of life and deepen your, you know, almost uh, awaken your spirituality. And the husband, who was a surfer, said, I don't know what I'm talking about. And the wife said, um, the wife said, no, no, he's right. And she said to her husband, you should see your eyes when you come back from surfing. Wow. And, uh, right. you know, she saw in, in her husband, like, this sense of, like, deepened uh, beauty about the world. So you don't have to do it in cold, nothing, if you right. want to. Uh, you, you've, given me, you've given me renewed faith in myself. I don't have to right. worry about doing it in cold weather. I can go ahead and enjoy, right. the, enjoy the warm weather and, uh, right. and, and take... In fact, right. on, on our camp, we try to uh, surf uh, in Hawaii. So. But anyway, you did mention that I bring kids to... Uh, yeah, how old are the kids that go with you on the confet trips? Oh, okay. So first of all, this um, this year we're starting. Uh, uh, in general, the, the conflict programs are for high school kids, right. and uh, and a it long goes... time they've been open only to like you know modern orthodox kids uh, in that kind of a setting. But this year, opening um, uh, last year we opened the boys camp, um, more yeshivish boys camp. That's the Chile one that went. To, that's the one that went to Chile or Argentina. Yes, it went to Chile with to Chile. Rabbi Avi Horowitz, who's uh, who's a rub down there and very special. Chile is a unbelievably beautiful country and there's a beautiful Jewish community. And that's and, happening this summer again? Yes, that's happening this summer. All right, yeah. so you have the Confe trip, New Zealand, Australia, as you described it, um, a modern Orthodox setting. The Chile trip is going to be this summer as well for boys coming out of what grades? Also the entire high school? Yeah, all, yeah, all high school, yeah. And now you have a third big announcement for the audience. Right, third big announcement. I'm jamming in the AM. We're the place where all big announcements happen. That's correct. <laughs> um, this year, for the first time, we are ro- running a camp called Benos Kansai, which is a all-girls, um, sort of yeshivish-oriented uh, um, uh, trip that's going to New Zealand, Australia, and Hawaii. This is also, and, for, also for the summer? Yeah, for the summer. Yeah, amazing. And uh, this actually was like a grassroots, mo- grassroots movement. A number of uh, families called me, and they said they'd love to have something like this for their daughters who, who are um, in Beisakov-type schools. And uh, I said, well, if you have the crowd, then I'll be happy to run it. And uh, we already have applications in, and we have the crowd, and we just put a beautiful ad in Mishpacha magazine. And uh, we've been, as well, Hashem, are definitely running this program this summer, an all-girls program going to New Zealand, Australia, and Hawaii. And uh, we only have 25 spots, and uh, a good number of them are already filled. So uh, Similar itinerary, lots of skiing and stuff? Uh, yeah, a little bit less skiing, but also skiing. Um, they go to New Zealand for about a week and a half, uh, where we do skiing and hiking and uh, Milford Town with the fjords and opportunity for bungee jumping. Um, 
and things like that. You know, a really exciting like uh, adventure opportunity um, around yeah. the world that really hasn't been around uh, for an all girls audience before. So we do a week and a half in New Zealand, and then we go to Australia where we spend Shabbos uh, with, in the community of Sydney, and we even have a homestay in, in Melbourne. And uh, beautiful, of course, Australia's a beautiful country. We see the kangaroos and hiking and other beautiful things um, in Australia. Have you then, had Have you had any funny ac- uh, encounters with kangaroos over the years? <laughs> yes, yes, I have a number of funny encounters. With Are you kangaroos. serious? You're serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I actually killed the kangaroo. Yes. Um, oh that my wasn't, gosh. Wasn't with my bare hands, of course, but we're driving <laughs> a truck and the kangaroo jumped in front. There is a places. In Australia, where kangaroos are like deers, wow! Uh, you know we have in the mountains here. So, yeah. But uh, really, kangaroos—they don't bother you if you don't bother them. And it's just amazing to see, amazing to see kangaroos roaming free the way they jump over fences and the, they have their uh, you know little babies in their pouches. It's just a really special. And it, you also think like why Curtis Barker made kangaroos only in, in Australia? Like the rest of the world, they never you know there are no kangaroos only in Australia. So we talk a little bit about that when we. We uh, we see kangaroos and uh, things like that. Um, so that, yeah, so the the Benos concert goes to New Zealand for a week and a half, and then Australia, and then Hawaii, and uh, we end up spending Shabbos, the last Shabbos with Chabad of Hawaii. And um, who leads who who leads the trip for you? Oh, so we have a very special woman who's leading it. Um, uh, I'm not announcing the name just yet, but. Uh, um, she's very excited about doing that, and we have some counselors, you know, post-seminary girls, and um, wow, very nice. Yeah, yeah. And the, I, I can't tell you, look, like the one ad, like tapped in. So we put only one ad, one ad in, and it, it taps into such a uh, rutso and like a, a desire from this community uh, of uh, to expand, like the horizons. Like there's so many girls who have this, uh, you know. Uh, what can I say, like uh, a desire to see the world and to experience it and to really see my Rabbi Masach Hashem everywhere, everywhere. And, you know, one ad, like um, 20, 30 phone calls uh, in the first day. And there are a lot of places, there are a lot of places on this globe where you could see my Rabbi Masach Hashem, but you've always had this incredible affinity toward New Zealand, Australia. You, you always say it's a Yotze Minaklal. Right, right. Yeah, New Zealand is arguably, you know, you know, as as pretty a place as there is in the world. Also, the people are very gentle. It's a very safe country, and um, you know, between the, like the sort of the gentleness of the of the, of the human beings and the people, and uh, the unbelievably like the pristine scenery, like you do really feel like a, a, a purifying sense you know, when you're there. Unbelievable. Rabbi Ben Sion Scheinfeld. Um... Uh, Camp Confey has uh, made a uh, major announcement uh, in addition to the um, a traditional Confey program that he's run for the Shiva League crowd over the last many, many years. And uh, in addition to what he implemented last summer, a trip to Chile for the uh, Yeshiva boys in the community who want to experience uh, also a, a unique journey and an incredible uh, few weeks in a remarkable place. He's now announced uh, a Confey. What are we calling it? Confey for girls? What are we calling it? Uh, it's called a Benos Confe. Benos Confe, and that's going to be another New Zealand-Australia trip for this coming summer. Again, it's high school girls, right? Any high school girls are eligible, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And the best way for information, how do people get information about all three of the programs? Okay, so for Benos Confe, there's a website up, benosconfe.com. Okay. Um, 
for the regular Kante, there's a website of Kante.com. Right. Uh, and for the boys program, there's a website of TillyMustMeetHim.com. And uh, there's a phone number you could always reach me at. Um, and uh, I can even give my cell number, cell number on the air. It's 201-362-0310. 201-362-0310. Your next skiing adventure will be where? Oh, I am actually, um, as I said, I'm heading to Vail, Colorado this wow. evening. This evening? Yes. It's oh, it's Yeshiva break. My note is off. Yes, my note is off. So uh, they're actually, I mean, they're, they're, I, I just, there are hundreds of people skiing um, around the country, around the world. I just got an email this morning from an old Kante parent, Larry Lerner, who was looking for a minion in Stratton, but happens to be in Beaver Creek and Vail. There are hundreds of Jews going. There's a whole five towns uh, contingent, I think, run by a, a fellow named Hesse Shirt. So there'll be a Minyanim in Beaver Creek and Minyanim in Vale. And uh, I'm going there for a few days, and then I'm heading to Eric Israel to visit my mother. You'll be up at the Charmon or not? Uh, I do hope to go to the Charmon. My, my nephew uh in the Charmon yesterday, my nephew Yisheel. And uh, the Charmon is an amazing, amazing ski experience. I meant to write it up one day. I went there a few years, few years ago, and... You know, with all the politics in Israel, when you go to the Kermon, like every, all the politics fall aside, and <laughs> there are all types of Jews, even Arabs and Druze. It's the Kermon is run by the Druze population. They're such nice people, and you drive through this Jews town on Magdal Shams on the way up. It is an interesting and actually a surprisingly good ski area. Um, and now there's a lot of snow there, so I do hope to be in the Kermon maybe next Thursday. Unbelievable. I'll tell you, it's just incredible listening to all your adventures. <laughs> just incredible. You'll see a lot of our listeners in Vail tomorrow. Make sure to send regards. Right. Okay, Nahum, I really appreciate uh, yeah, saying hello to the audience and sharing this little passion for skiing. And uh, hopefully if anybody in particular is interested in the Benos content, they can give, give us a call. 100%. Good luck with the new program. Rabbi Benzion Scheinfeld, the skiing rabbi, as we always bill him. Thank you, Rabbi Scheinfeld and Nisiatova. Thank you. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM.
the AM, Nochi Crone Band. Coming up at 9.30 this morning, right after Beyond Milk and Honey, it's going to be um, Rabbi Steve Berg. You can imagine how many important things he has to say in light of the situation in France this week. Uh, Rabbi Steve Berg on Community Roundtable coming up 9.30 this morning, jmandtheam.org. He'll discuss the issue of European and French anti-Semitism as well as the inevitable clash between radical Islam and the European far-right movements, with Jews, of course, getting caught in the middle. It's all happening today starting at 9.30 on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Please keep in mind for a um, for a Rafur Shlema, uh, Hinda Rezel Bas Henya Gittel. Hinda Razel Bas Henya Gittel. And your help with that is greatly appreciated. Want to take this opportunity to wish a happy birthday to Dr. Mayor Sinensky. Yeah, rumors are flying that Dr. Sinensky is celebrating a birthday today. We say happy birthday, Dr. Mayor, from all of us here at JM in the AM. And knowing Dr. Sinensky, he is not appreciative of the attention. <laughs> Uh, JM and the AM as we continue here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast, six minutes before nine o'clock, and this comes from uh, this comes from Yehuda Green.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a great Wednesday for us here at JM and the AM. More coming up tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Plus, of course, our stream all day long on the uh, internet at jmandtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.